Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are working our way through the book of Matthew, okay? But we've chased uh, some cross-references here, not even rabbit chasing, okay? We're just looking at other accounts in the gospel of what we saw. So we saw in Matthew the account of where Jesus walked on the water, and we saw in Mark the same account. And each one of the gospels brings forth a, a little bit of a nuance here to some things, but some of them are quite significant, and that's what we're encountering today in the gospel of John. So listen to this. This is John, the sixth chapter, beginning with verse 14. And it says this, Therefore, when the people saw the sign which he performed, they said, This is truly the prophet who, is coming in, who has come to the world. Now, what was the sign? The previous verse, verse 13, is talking about how they gathered together the 12 baskets, the fragments of the five barley loaves and the two fish. That's when Jesus fed the 5,000. Here is called a sign. So we know that that is a sign of something. And it literally carries the idea of an attesting miracle. In other words, a miracle right here that shows and reveals and proves that Jesus is who he says he is. So the people saw this and they said, hey, this is the prophet coming in the world. Now watch this. John 6, verse 15. So Jesus, perceiving that they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king, yes, king, K-I-N-G, withdrew again to the mountain by himself alone. Wow, this gives some uh, little spin and some insight to what we've seen so far. This is the reason that Jesus put the disciples in the boat and made them leave, made them go over to the side. He was not going to allow the crowd. He was not going to allow the masses to make him king. And the way it's described here, they were going to take him by force. They were going to grab him and haul him and make him king. Well, how would they have done that? They would have hauled him into Jerusalem and declared him to be king. But let me tell you what, you never do anything that God wants you to do by the coercion of the masses. Is Jesus king? Yeah. Is he going to be king someday? Yes. Is he going to walk in Jerusalem as king? Yes, he is. But not yet. And this was not going to happen. Jesus wasn't going to allow it. He packs up the disciples, sends them all. He withdrew, draws to the mountain to be alone with the Lord. Verse 16. Now, when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, and after getting into the boat, they started to cross the sea to Capernaum. It was already becoming dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea began to be stirred up because a strong wind was blowing. Verse 19, then, when they rode out about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near to the boat, and they were frightened. So we've seen this in other two Gospels, how they were terrified, how they thought it was a ghost, how they cried out, etc., etc. Verse 20, But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. And it literally means this. Stop being afraid. 
Now listen to this last verse. So they were willing to receive him into the boat. You know, the other gospel says, and when he got into the boat, and you know, you have the account, which John doesn't give us, of Peter sinking, you know, and Peter and Jesus getting in the boat, and the waves, uh, the wind stopping, right? And so when the wind stopped, that means the waves are going to stop. Here is like they were willing to receive him into the boat. And every time I see that, I can't help but chuckle and just go, well, you reckon? <laughs> you reckon? Here comes the guy walking across the water. Here comes the guy who, uh, when he gets in the boat, the wind quits, okay, who'd received Peter out there. And now you're going to receive him into the boat. Now watch this. I don't think I've ever heard anybody teach or preach or acknowledge the last part of this verse. And this is so sad, folks, because this is sort of normal within the Western church. We will get up and read a passage, and it will have such profound, phenomenal things in it, which we just totally skip over because we have an agenda. We have something else we want to say, and we're actually using the text as a pretext simply to leap off into what I really want to say. So I want to say what I want to say, and then I might obliquely refer back to the Scripture. I might actually point to it and say, oh, this is what God's talking about here. But we really don't teach the Word. We don't preach the Word. We use the Word as a tool and a device of our own agendas, and it's been just devastating to the body of Christ. And this is one of these little things I've never heard anybody even acknowledge. So listen to this. So they were willing to receive him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. They'd struggled all night long, right? They'd struggled. Now think about this. Okay, There's a vivid picture here. Jesus knew they were struggling. We saw that from Mark. He saw them straining at the oars. And he was going to walk to where they were going to go, and he intended to walk by them. He's going to let them keep struggling. But they saw Jesus. And here they received Jesus into the boat. As soon as Jesus is in the boat, as soon as they receive him, the winds stop. Okay, the winds stop. <coughs> well, they'd been rowing with this boat, getting basically nowhere. And I mean, slowly, 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 as most churches are doing, maybe getting somewhere here or there. But as soon as the wind stopped, as soon as Jesus was in the boat, immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Is this some type of miracle? I think absolutely. I think the boat was immediately where they were trying to go. Is there a picture for us? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Folks, I think it's time that we receive Jesus into our boats, <laughs> right? Think about that. <clears throat> we, well, I was speaking with a group of guys this morning around a table. We were having breakfast. And a couple of them asked questions, and one of them does this to me every so often. He just looks at me and says, so what is it? I said, okay, I'm going to tell you point blank what's going on here. And here's what's happening in this local portion of the Christ and everywhere else, <clears throat> that we're sitting there and, and we're trying to plan and we're trying to set goals and we're trying to do this and we're trying to do all this stuff basically to get God to do something, to get God to respond, to do it in the name of God and trying to do the good things that we're supposed to be doing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, try to get people to come to church all these buzzwords that you don't see in Scripture. You don't see anywhere in Scripture. Get people to come to church. You do see, invite them to the kingdom. And then I told these guys this. I said, here's what the bottom line is. As long 
as we refuse to know what God's plan is, what God has told us, as long as we refuse to even learn it, much less apply it, then why in the world do we expect that anything that we would do, any roaring uh, that we would uh, do with the oars, any rowing that we would do, uh, I like roaring too, any rowing we would do with the oars would get us anywhere. See, the Scripture tells us point blank who we are in the Lord and what we are to be doing and even how to do it and how to be structured within the arena, how God wants us to be structured. It is in the Word of God, folks, but people avoid it. They'll sit there and say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that stuff. That's what we need to be doing. Now, now, what is our plan? What do we really need to do? We need a plan. We need a plan for God's plan. But what's the picture we see here? If we receive him, then immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. The boat was there. Say what, folks? There's some things for us to glean here. There's things to consider. There's things to pray over, to meditate upon. There's things to repent over. Lord, may we receive you in the boat. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.